continuing your practice. Cultivating this very simple awareness receiving experience. Exploring the possibility of accepting what is offered in your experience. what is offered to awareness is our human experience. We are studying humanity, studying life living itself. Getting to know through direct experience the processes that make up this body and mind together. As the momentum of our mindfulness grows over these days, the capacity to know and see more and more grows. And we can begin to recognize and understand that these mental and physical processes happening influence each other. And as the momentum, the continuity of awareness gets stronger, we really see how these processes function, how they condition each other, how they interrelate. This is something that can be seen and is 
more naturally revealed with the momentum of awareness. And so in speaking of this, this morning, this isn't so much about trying to see something, but more about describing relationships and processes and interconnections that might be able to become obvious, that might be seen. So a description of things we may see rather than something to do. And so sensations in the body arise. And whether they're consciously known or not, our mind has a relationship to those. We've talked about this a lot. May like it, may not like it. And so through studying and exploring our experience, we begin to see how experience in the body conditions experience in the mind. We feel an unpleasant experience and we tend to have an experience of pushing away, of not wanting it. A pleasant experience, we tend to want it to continue. And this is a a conditioning relationship. Also, what happens in our minds can impact or condition things to happen, arise in our bodies. If we have an experience or a a feeling of a pervading kind of irritability, that will influence perhaps how we receive experience the kind of sense contacts that we have. Or something like anger arising will condition potentially sensations of contraction, tension, pressure, heat in the body.
these patterns of mind influencing body, body influencing mind, mind influencing mind. For example, uh, experience of some kind of reactivity such as frustration creates a tendency for the mind to look for things that confirm frustration. And so a state of mind influences how we receive what we notice. And so these processes of mind and body are continually influencing each other. And when they're not noticed as influencing each other, greed, aversion, delusion tend to be a big part of that conditioning pattern. And as soon as we can become aware, bringing this wise attention, loving awareness, to notice these patterns. That also has a conditioning power in the mind. Changes the landscape. And we can start to notice what's the impact of mindfulness and wisdom. What's the impact of awareness and wisdom? We can know this. We witness, we recognize a reactive pattern, for instance. with allowing attention. And we can feel in that moment a distinct shift or space where we're not so bound up or caught in the reactivity. And so we see the impact of these wholesome qualities on the mind.
And so we become aware not only of experience itself, of anger, feels like this, but we become aware of the nature of our experience. It's impermanent nature, it's unreliable nature, it's conditioning nature. What's the nature of aversion, for instance? How does it impact our bodies, our minds, our thoughts, our emotions? The nature of aversion the basic nature of aversion is to separate. Beliefs connected to that or that this separation will make me happy. And it seems to orient the mind to looking for things to separate from. This understanding of this nature helps us to recognize it as impersonal. When, when aversion is arising, this is its nature. Sayadaw sometimes says, this is its job description. What's the job description of aversion? What's the job description of love? What's the impact of love on our system? mental processes in particular arising in our minds have a nature, have a job description. And when they are arising, that's how they will function. So exploring the nature of our experience, being curious about the job description of our states of mind can support this recognizing these states not as me, not as who I am, but just a process functioning, conditioning, 
influencing. Unfortunately, being aware of this, being aware with loving attention, is also a process that influences conditions, experience. The job of wisdom is to understand dukkha. When wisdom arises, it will understand something about dukkha. And the job of wisdom is to release dukkha. This wisdom is also not me, not mine, not who I am. It is a process that has conditions that support its growth. And so we come back to this simple practice that supports both the growth of wisdom and the weakening of greed, aversion, and delusion. This recognizing of awareness. Receiving what awareness is aware of. and exploring, allowing this quality of intimacy, of connection, of kindness, intimate attention, loving attention, kind attention, allowing attention, balanced attention, (laughs) 